Hello, everyone. Welcome to Lifelong, episode number 25. My apologies. I have been totally MIA for the past like three weeks. I was traveling in Italy, which was so much fun. I was there with my now fiance. And when I got back, which was a little over a week ago, I actually got sick um, with a cold. You'll basically like hear it in my voice right now. I don't sound like myself. And anyways, I basically was totally out of commission last week. And now um, part of this week, I am just finally like getting back into the swing of things. So I wanted to do an episode, a solo episode, just updating you all on what's going on in my life. And also, I then wanted to go through my non-toxic cleaning routine for my apartment. So with that, let's get started. Okay, so life update number one is I got engaged in Italy. Oh my God, it was beyond magical. Um, I don't know, I guess, how much I should share on the podcast because this show is all about non-toxic living and longevity. Um, But basically, I kind of knew it was coming. I just didn't know exactly at what point it would happen when I was in Italy. And my boyfriend at the time now my fiance, he proposed to me in Portofino, Italy, overlooking the Bay of Portofino. There were castles in the background. There were yachts in the background. It was, the sun was setting. It was pure magic. It was out of a fairy tale. Um, I guess that's as much as I want to share right now. Also, another thing is he is so intuitive and Uh, He's like Joseph, my fiance, he said that he just was going to do it when the time was right. Like he didn't have any photographer scheduled or like have some super clear plan. And that's totally fine because he's the type of person that like just makes it happen. And he has this really strong intuition of like figuring things out and making things so perfect. So anyways, he had one of the employees of the Belmont Splendido, which is where we got engaged, take the photos. And the photos are insane. You can look at my Instagram. It's a few posts back, but you'll see it because the cover is literally a guy on a knee and um, proposing. So you won't miss it if you go to my feed at Holistic with Heidi. Um, but anyways, this... This random employee took the photos and the photos turned out amazing. I obviously um, edited them a little bit and then there were bystanders. There were people watching the proposal, which um, is, is really special. And I hope that it brought them some joy when we were eating dinner later that night at the the restaurant, the hotel where it happened, a random lady came up to us and she was very concerned about coming across 
very creepy, but I guess she was observing us from the beginning and she she knew that we were going to get engaged because my fiance Joseph went over to one of the employees when I was in the bathroom and kind of did the ring motion. And she also had said that she noticed like our, our outfit, she really liked my dress. She just thought we looked like a really happy couple and she had this feeling. So anyway, she watched it happen and she took a video, which again, this was not planned. She's just this random angel human who took a video of the proposal. So that was so special to me. It's a short, tiny little video. I took a clip of it and put it in that reel, which is on at Holistic with Heidi, the Instagram page. And it's just so magical. So I've been loving the engaged life. My fiance and I have been together for about six years and we met in a bar in college and I actually hit on him first, complimented his outfit. I saw him from across the bar and I just knew I needed to get to know him. And I also knew that I was going to marry him and I didn't even know him. But anyways, I'm going to spare you with, with all the details. That is the biggest update in my life right now. We're super happy. We, it's been a whirlwind. We're now, um, going to start trying to plan the wedding and all of that. But like I said, I got sick. You can hear it in my voice, um, after getting home from Italy. So like everything has been on pause so geeked out to be recording this podcast, getting back into lifelong, back into the swing of things feels so good. Um, what else? What else? So when I was in Italy, I was eating gluten and dairy. And that is something, those are things that I never eat in the U.S. Like ever, just, I shouldn't say ever. I did start eating raw dairy in the US, which is um, chemically so different than pasteurized dairy. And anyways, that's a conversation for another day. But when I was in Italy, I was really just eating anything because I knew that the, the quality of the food there and the way that the food is grown is so pure and so healthy. Um, going back to just like ancient farming practices, even when you go out to eat, all of the food is homemade. They're not using (laughs) um, highly inflammatory oils. They're using olive oil and ghee and organic butter and things like that. All the pasta is homemade. The beef, the meats are from local sources. Um, Italians take such pride in their food and that's a huge part of their culture and like the purity and all of that. So I had no symptoms. Typically when I eat those kind of foods in the US, I would, which, which I don't do, but if I got like a trace of it, I would typically have a type of inflammatory response. Um, you know, things like red redness of the skin, like an acne breakout, um, joint pain, kind of, I'd get sometimes like mucus in my throat, um, bloating, you know, kind of the common stuff with gluten. Also, gluten really affected when I ate gluten in the US, you know, back in the day, gluten really affected my, my brain state and 
that is actually the main reason I stopped eating gluten is because I couldn't focus in school after I was eating a sandwich every day at lunch. So that's a story for another day, but super proud to see the way food is in Italy. And I hope that, and I know that the U.S. will get there. We just have to demand that that change and we will move the market by making smarter purchasing decisions, you know, buying organic, buying locally, pasture-raised, things like that. The more we support, financially support the good, the more of this will come. So that was, again, super cool experience in Italy with the food. I am such a foodie, so it was like unfreaking believable. Every single meal was just a 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, delicious. One of the days we did um, a farm tour, which was in Portofino, and it was on this farm that basically was on a cliff. We had to take this driver, picked us up, this um, driver that's part of the farm, and he takes you up this winding road, and it's it's one lane, and it only fits these tiny little cars. And we're in this tiny little car winding up the mountain, and I'm like, oh my God, how am I ever going to get down without like panicking? Um, But I just had total faith and trust in the, the gentleman driving us because this is his job. So he's an expert in it and he w- he would get us uh, safely up and safely down. But anyways, the the land it's on is um it's national land and there's a lot of different rules with the farming and building and things like that. You can't really build. You can't cars are not allowed. They have to be associated with the like farm property or whatever. But anyways, this farm is all about regenerative like agriculture and we did a cooking class there. Everything we ate and cooked came from the land we were standing on. So we were surrounded by olive trees, lemon trees. Um, there were different sections of the the produce that was growing and it was overlooking the Mediterranean. I mean, it was, and the Bay of Portofino was just so unbelievably gorgeous. And that experience will forever be one of the coolest things I've ever done. We ended the the night there with eating a the food we cooked and then also some food that the the company, the farm prepared for us. And it was this beautiful spread, like total Instagram worthy spread on this table. It was private. Joseph and I sat on a bench and overlooked the water and the olive trees and just ate this food. It was so experiential. It was beyond cool. Um, I can share the details about what that that place was called. I'll add it to the show notes, but oh my gosh, it was so magical. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to share it. It just is, it's like a secret little gem. So anyways, those are my my biggest updates in my personal life. And as far as my business, there are there are some expansions going on with my offerings and I'm looking to reach more people and have more of an impact. And with that, I am working on something 
that cannot be named and that will be launching in the next couple of months. So make sure you're following at Holistic with Heidi. Also, of course, follow along on at lifelong underscore pod. Also, you know, check out my website, holisticwithheidi.com. I have a blog on there. I'm always uploading, um, you know, new blog posts and you can sign up for my email newsletter. That's exclusive content. That's a really exclusive community that I've built. So you can sign up for that on my website as well. Those are the updates. And now let's get into talking about my non-toxic cleaning routine. This is a highly requested topic is talking about non-toxic cleaning products. And I guess just sharing more about the way that I clean my home and keep it as non-toxic as possible. So as you know, there are so many toxins in cleaning products and We definitely don't need to be exposed to all of those carcinogens, obesogens, endocrine disruptors, um, harmful chemicals that are in a lot of these cleaning products. You know, if you were to open your cabinet under your sink or wherever you store your cleaning products, you'll probably see more than a dozen products. And all of these products, excuse me, have so many chemicals, like harmful chemicals in them, and they're releasing chemicals even when you're not using them. Like think about being in Target and you walk down the cleaning aisle and you get wafts of ocean breeze or whatever the smell of the laundry detergent is. And the detergent's not even open because it's hermetically sealed. So anyways, VOCs are being released from those. One of the best things you can do for your health. And Kelly Love of Branch Basics talks about this in episode seven of Lifelong. But I just want to reiterate that one of the best things you can do for your health is tossing the toxins. So getting rid of Start with your cleaning products, get rid of them, put them in a box and just remove them from your house. If you're not ready to just like throw them out and part ways like officially, then just put them in a box and remove them and start seeing how your migraines might disappear, your asthma might improve, your focus might improve, your skin might feel better. Um, And the list goes on. So that's a fun activity you can try at home. But I love solutions and I love, yes, educating on the importance and the urgency of non-toxic living, educating about toxins and things like that. But fear does not drive progress. Fear is not motivating. And so what I... (coughs) would like to do is make this process easier for all, accessible for all. And it's something we can all do today. So I'm going to go through room by room. I might have forgotten some things, but I tried to break it down and be as specific as possible about how I clean these different rooms of my home. Um, And I'm in an apartment right now, so it's small and not 
super huge to clean. So I'm going to go through the rooms in an apartment, you know, kitchen, living room, bedroom, and bathroom. Um, so with that, let's get started with the kitchen. So I love a clean kitchen. Fun fact though, my least favorite chore is doing the dishes. Um, that's just a little side note. So anyways, in the kitchen, I am always cleaning my counters with Branch Basics all-purpose solution, or I'm using a combination of vinegar and distilled water. And that's, I just keep that in a spray bottle. I like that for a kind of more caked on stains, or if I had maybe some raw meat, touch the counter, things like that, I, I'd use the vinegar as well. I feel that it's just a little bit better. In, in addition to using Branch Basics, I feel that it's just another layer of security and making sure that it is clean and disinfected and things like that. So Branch Basics and vinegar are huge for counter surfaces. I'll also use this on my sink, cleaning the sink. I also keep like a brush under the sink that I solely use to scrub the stainless steel. And if there are kind of caked on situations in there, I also have the Branch Basics boot, Oxygen Boost, which you just um, spray on some Branch Basics all purpose and then sprinkle on some of the, the Oxygen Boost and let it sit for just a few minutes and then you scrub it and it creates kind of an abrasive, um, all natural cleaning cleaning solution and it, it really helps. So do that for the sink. I also like to dust above the microwave and above the refrigerator, also the, the cabinets because we have um, some like ridges in the, in the cabinet faces. I also like to clean the, the trash can here and there with vinegar or I'll use Benefect disinfecting disinfectant wipes. These are natural and made with thyme oil. So that stuff is really, really great. When it comes to washing dishes, um, if I'm washing dishes by hand, which is seldom, but you know, for like bigger things like cutting boards, things like that, I am just using Branch Basics and the, and the pump it comes with the little pump bottle that's foaming and I, I wash things with that. I even wash my hands with it. Branch Basics is not sponsoring this. I am just a freaking fan. They are the best. Again, listen, listen to episode seven of Lifelong with Kelly Love. She's one of the founders. But when it comes to using the dishwasher, I have been using Clean Cult dish pods and they have an unscented version. I like to use those. I've wanted to try the Branch Basics ones, but they were sold out for a while and I have these Clean Cult pods that I need to get through. Um, another thing, like I Swiffer and sweep once a week. Keeping dust to a minimum is really important when it comes to non-toxic living because toxins, VOCs, and mold, they, they settle in dust. And so dust is really just toxins that have formed <laughs> into like a physical ball of dust. So dusting is really great, like swiffering and then, you know, getting bigger stuff with the, 
with the, oh my God, the broom, <laughs> sweeping. Something I do about once a month, I should say we do. My my fiance is really, really good about cleaning. He actually handles all the, the dishwashing in our household, which is amazing. And I need to shout him out for that because I can't stand doing the dishes. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, I stick to the laundry and the toilet and all the other fun, fun chores, um, which he also helps out with. But the thing I do monthly is mopping the floors. And guess what I use? I use Branch Basics. So there's this microfiber mop, which I'll make sure to link in the show notes. And you just basically add in a little bit of the Branch Basics concentrate and you're able to kind of like steam mop your floors. Um, So that's what I do for the kitchen. Now for living room. Something I do every single week is dusting and vacuuming. Like I said, this is so important, especially if you're living in mold currently or honestly, everyone, everyone needs to be dusting. It's like one of the most free and effective things you can do for your your health and like having a non-toxic home. So I, excuse me, I dust and vacuum vacuum the carpet and then dust all the surfaces like the TV, the coffee table, the media stand, windows, the I have my patio door right there so I do like the the door handle. I also and I'll just use a one of those Swiffer sheets that goes on the floor Swiffer. I just use one of those to dust by hand. About every 3 months I shouldn't say three months, <laughs> once a month, I like to do the baseboards. This is kind of like all around the apartment and yeah, everywhere in the apartment, I will take a washcloth, not a washcloth, a rag, not, a, not something I'm putting on my face, but a, a rag for, for cleaning. And I will just get that damp with hot water and then I'll spray a little branch basics onto it as well and I just wipe the 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 floorboard baseboards things like that um even my bookcase you'll see my bookcase behind me I use those kind of swiffer duster things over there but sometimes I'll use a wet cloth as well just to kind of get on more of those those caked on dustier situations I feel that the baseboards um, are something that are kind of forgotten about when it comes to cleaning. So that's something I just do about once a month. Anything else for the living room? Windows. I I seldom do the windows. Um, You know, interior windows. If I do, I do the Branch Basic Streak Free. And now let's talk about the bedroom so the bedroom is such an important room for keeping non-toxic keeping as clean as possible because we spend one third of our life in the bedroom so the best place to start when it comes to non-toxic living in your home is is really optimizing that that bedroom in your office if you work from home but anyways with the bedroom i clean my sheets once a week in a perfect world. Sometimes it's every other week. Going to be going to be real honest there. 
I am obsessed with the feeling of clean sheets. Like there's nothing better. And right now I'm using the Truly Free Home Unscented Laundry Detergent. I have run the gamut with so many different laundry detergents. I am discovering more about the chemicals that hide and even at some of the the clean and quote unquote non-toxic laundry detergents. There are a lot of really sneaky chemicals. So I am now really liking the Truly Free Free Home and they have a, they have a cool story as well. So that's how I clean the sheets. Um, for stains on sheets or fabrics, anything like that, I use the Molly Sud spray. It's unscented. What you do is you just, I have a spray bottle of water. You wet the surface with water first. <laughs> Sorry guys, this, this, this dry throat and cold is really taking a little bit of a toll on this conversation, but I'm really sorry. So I, and then you spray it with the Molly Sud solution and that helps keep it stain free. Then you run it through your wash and comes out and the stain is gone. So that's super awesome. Another thing I use on occasion is the EC3 mold solution. I not only use this on my sheets, but I love to use this on my laundry after traveling. This just ensures that the mold spores are removed from the fabric. Other things on a daily basis are opening my windows in the bedroom and running an air purifier. That helps keep the air super, super clean and just fresh too. I also now wanna talk about some things I do every three months for the bedroom and keeping it clean. One of my favorite things, which I do every three months, is vacuuming the mattress. Did you know that you're supposed to vacuum your mattress? Mattresses, I heard, can accumulate several pounds of dust and dead skin, which really disgusted me. So vacuuming my mattress, I have the avocado mattress, which I will also link. Um, I do this every three months. I just use the little you know, head on my vacuum. And I also, you know, covering all surfaces of the mattress. I don't flip the mattress like upside down. Um, That's just too much work. But what I do also is I do the bed frame and the headboard because I have an upholstered bed frame and headboard. So I make sure to vacuum those as well. And it just helps, you know, limiting your exposure to dust and exposure to these VOCs. And if you're someone who has asthma or postnasal drip, or you get a dry throat in the morning, or you just feel kind of allergic sometimes when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself if you have vacuumed your mattress. Ask yourself, what kind of weird dust are you being exposed to? Remember, dust holds toxins. So keep the toxins to a minimum by vacuuming your mattress, bed frame, and headboard if upholstered every three months. Again, on the subject of every three months, something else I do is I vacuum my curtains. I have blackout curtains. They're very heinous, but they do the job and sleep hygiene is so important. So I vacuum those curtains because they're really thick. They're not something I could easily throw in the washer either. I need to find more of a non-toxic blackout solution. But anyways, I vacuum those and I vacuum the lampshades because I have um, fabric on my lampshades. I do that about every three months. 
Lastly, every three months, what I do is I like to brighten my whites by stripping them. I do this with Branch Basics plus the Concentrate and the Branch Basics Oxygen Boost. And what I do is I, you know, make sure my tub is clean, like the the tub shower that I bathe in. I make sure that's super clean. And then I fill it up with, with water. I actually use filtered water because my, my shower is filtered, which is conversation for another day as well. Fill it up with water, do about a tablespoon of concentrate, and then one to two scoops of oxygen boost. Throw in all of my whites from the bedroom and let them soak for a few hours, and then I run them through the wash as normal. I also like to dry my sheets outside. Sometimes, if possible, like by outside, I mean in my apartment or on my balcony, I just, I don't know, I kind of like that crisp feeling, but a lot of times I don't have the time or the space, so I just run them through the dryer. And in the dryer, I also do not use dryer sheets because those are disgusting. (laughs) No offense, guys, but look into some of the chemicals that are in dryer sheets. And what I use instead are wool balls. And those keep the static to a minimum and they fluff fluff your laundry like (laughs) like magic. So yeah, that's what, what I do for the bedroom. You know, I clean surfaces by spraying vinegar branch basics all purpose i also dust like the the dresser and the nightstands and things like that lamp every week now let's talk about the bathroom so the bathroom there's obviously a lot of things to clean in the bathroom for the counters you guessed it i use branch basics all purpose i'm sorry i use branch basics bathroom spray because they have a bathroom bottle And I also use my vinegar spray solution as well. I just change it up, whatever I'm feeling. Both are great options. I also use Beneffect wipes. I mix those in as well because those are disinfectant wipes. And I always use them on the toilet. So when I'm cleaning like the actual toilet, not the bowl of the toilet, I use Beneffect wipes because they are disinfecting. I also will do this in the shower, like the crevices, you know, where there can be more mildew and moisture and mold and things like that. Hopefully not mold. I use Beneffect wipes first to just ensure that gunk is out. And then I clean the actual shower, tub, things like that with either that Branch Basics bathroom spray or vinegar spray. So I always start with the Beneffect just to get like the kind of gunk stuff out and then end with the sprays. Also, after every shower, I always take out the shower curtain and and liner. Like I pull it so they're not sitting in the top. I, I pull them out and shake out the curtain and spread out the curtain so that the mold and mildew is at a minimum. Another thing you can do to prevent mold and mildew in the bathroom is always shower with the fan on and the door cracked. And that's just going to help keep those things to a minimum, keep you super healthy. When it comes to a toilet bowl cleaner, I'm going to be super honest, guys. I have not found a good non-toxic one. I hate to admit it, but I think I have just a plain 
like toxic cleaner in there right now. And this is me putting myself on blast and realizing that I really need to upgrade that. Also, this is me admitting that I am human. And while 99% of my life is non-toxic, there are areas where I can still improve. Also, 99% is being really generous. Um, But you know what I mean. When it comes to the mirrors, I use the Branch Basics streak-free. I also Swiffer the floors weekly and the baseboards. I do that maybe once a month with that, the damp rag and Branch Basics. And then what I like to do every three months is strip the bath mats and shower curtain and liner. Same way I do, do my sheets. When I strip them, soaking them in the tablespoon of Branch Basics, hot water, Branch Basics Boost, and then I run them through the wash like normal. So that's it, guys. That's how I clean my home. And I hope you all find this helpful and useful. And just know that wherever you're at in this non-toxic journey, doesn't matter as long as you're moving forward and learning and making positive changes. So next time you run out of your all-purpose spray, whatever brand it is, maybe consider upgrading to Branch Basics or another non-toxic option. I'll be sure to link all of these brands in the show notes. And if you have any questions, never hesitate to reach out on Instagram at holisticwithheidi or at lifelong underscore pod. You can also email me. You can reach out on my website. Like I want to make myself as available as possible. If there are things that I missed or or questions, comments, anything like that, again, just reach out to me. Please be sure that you're subscribed to Lifelong Podcast and turn on those post notifications because I don't want you to ever miss out on good content. Like I said, I am just trying to spread this mission of non-toxic living near and far, making it as accessible and digestible as possible. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for letting me, I shouldn't say letting me, but listening to me with my kind of raspy voice. I have just kind of let go and surrendered to this is where I'm at right now. And I'm healing and I'm human. And yeah, I just really appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. 